2: Welcome to Jags Drive Time with Ashlyn Sullivan, John Osher, and Brian Sexton. Jags Drive Time starts right now. Make them work for it, so uh, limit explosives. I don't think we did enough of that. We had some big plays early on in the game, uh, some down the stretch as well. Uh, That wasn't part of the game plan, so uh, limit explosives Let them. You know, obviously throw the ball, but uh, keep it
3: short.
4: Safety, Andre post game in Arrowhead, the Jaguars lose to the Chiefs 27-17 to yesterday. And on Monday morning, Jaguars drive time. We expected that the Jaguars most likely would lose to the Chiefs, but they did it in peculiar ways. So let's dive in, I guess you could say. We thought we might be talking about a loss, but I didn't think we'd be talking about it in this way, I guess you could say. Well,
3: you know, I got that question a lot, mm-hmm. and I, I understand the sentiment. But in a way, they lost in a little bit of a peculiar way, but they lost in the way they've been losing. Yeah, um, They had opportunities. They didn't give away points in the red zone this time, mm-hmm. but they just didn't quite take advantage of stuff. And I, I think Doug Peterson would say it's probably the same story with a different slant, but it's where this team is right now. I, I, he was clearly disappointed. He said missed opportunities cost him, and I think he was right. But it's not surprising that's what this team has been, and I think they'll grow out of it as the quarterback continues to grow.
0: Well, he said all week last week that he was going to be aggressive and take chances, and he did right off the bat. Mm -hmm. They get nothing from that because Christian Kirk drops the ball. Uh, They get the the takeaway, right, the forced fumble, and then the fumble recovery by uh, Devin Lloyd, and they end up punting. I mean, they got extra possessions, and and they still couldn't get it done. Mm -hmm. And it's because... They're just not good enough to win yet, right. not in Kansas City.
4: Right, and you saw the difference. That leads us to Big Thing 1. With big Thing 1 is a long way to go. You saw the difference in a team like the Kansas City Chiefs and the Jaguars. The Chiefs are just in another tier of NFL teams right now. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence on the state of where the Jaguars are right
5: now. We're right there of, of winning these games, and um, you know we've said that the whole season. And um, It's just every week, no matter who you're playing, like I said, especially when you're playing a, a great team like like Kansas City, it's hard to overcome those, and and right now, with where we're at, we need to make those plays and, and keep that momentum, and, and that's that's where we're at right now, and um, you know, that's you look at the locker room after the game, and everybody believes in what we're doing, everybody believes where we're heading, uh, we know that, but it's just still frustrating when you when you feel like you're in these games and you don't make all the the plays that you have to make to win them, and that's the same story that we've talked about, and that's gonna always be. It's always our message it's about us. There's the, the things that we can control we have to execute. You know, the defense for just speaking offensive, the defense is gonna make some plays, but you know, as far as alignment, execution, hitting the easy throws, whatever it is, we gotta we gotta hit those, you know, and, and that's the and that's always gonna be the message is control what you can control. They're always gonna make some plays, but we gotta be better executing just you know from our standpoint.
4: Big thing too. The QB is closer. Speaking of Trevor Lawrence, really the first time this season he has had back-to-back consistent performances, completing seventy percent of his passes, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Yesterday against the Chiefs, wide receiver Christian Kirk on the difference he has seen in Trevor the past couple of weeks.
5: Moving in and out of you know, adversity. Obviously, there were some tough weeks. There's. You know, a tough stretch of games for us, um, but it's stuck to the grind, and, you know, he trusts and believes in everybody else around him, and so when you have that, it's easy to just go out there and play confident, play free, and, you know, he's mature enough to, to learn from his mistakes and, you know, move on and, and get better every week.
4: Finally, big thing three is the bye week. We have made it to the bye with seven games remaining this season. Head coach Doug Peterson takes a big picture look at yesterday's game.
2: Just like what I'm saying here, you know, the missed opportunities, right, and, when you get when you play great football teams, and and the Chiefs are one of those great football teams, well coached. You you've got to capitalize. You know, um, I know they pride themselves on taking care of the football. You know, um, and and when you can create those opportunities as a team, we have got to take advantage of that, and we didn't do it as a football team today.
4: And there you have it. Those are big things. All last week when we talked about this game, we said the Jaguars would have to play nearly perfect football and get some extra possessions in order to beat a team like the Chiefs in Arrowhead. They were close getting the extra possessions, but they certainly did not play perfect
0: football. Well, how many examples do you want? I mean, with <laughs> the touchdown that was taken away from Evan Ingram because the left tackle was up the field. I mean, right. there's just the... Uh, the um, the five-yard holding on third down on Trey Herndon that would have ended a scoring drive for the Chiefs. I mean, it, it was just over and over and over that they just kept making that mistake. But I keep going back to the fact that this season is all about the quarterback, and yesterday um, wasn't a win in the standings, but I, they're trending really well with him right now. Things are starting to look very good for him.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was solid. and I'm, I'm not going to talk about Trevor too much because he's my hot take because <laughs> there weren't a whole lot of hot takes in this game for me. Um <laughs> I thought before the game, and I think I said it on several airwaves, um, it was going to be a game of big moments, and that if you saw a lot of Jaguars players coming off the field going, eh, after those moments, it means they missed those chances, then I thought they were going to be in trouble. And I thought that was the case. I'm sure Riley Patterson, after two missed field goals, came off and went, you know, So they had those missed moments, and against a team like the Chiefs, I thought they would have them. I didn't know they would drive inside the 50 five times in the first half, come away with seven. That's that, that's almost – you almost have to try to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought it would be about – I thought they were good enough, and I still think they're good enough, to create opportunities against any team in the NFL. Against the Chiefs, who are a team that takes advantage of their moments, you have to take advantage of yours, and I worried the Jaguars wouldn't do that, and they didn't. Chiefs make everything look easy on offense. The Jaguars yeah. still don't.
4: No. It's a labor.
0: are getting especially better. with the penalties. They're getting better, but yeah. they still don't have the efficiency that the Chiefs do. Not many teams do, but you got to get closer to making it easy on third down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Chiefs did. They did it the whole game. They seemed to never face anything that looked like third and eleven.
4: Right, and even to be plus three in the turnover ratio. And if you would have said if they were going to be that, mm-hmm. you thought, okay, the Jaguars have a fighting chance. And even then, to see it that way, <laughs> is well, just in maddening. Case
0: people didn't hear the number. That was the twenty-third time this season that a team has been. Plus three or minus three. And the Jaguars are the first team this season to be plus three and lose.
3: Yeah, and they were really um, – I know stats keep track of turnovers a certain way. I know what you're saying. You're saying the onside kick was a turnover. Coaches consider turnovers when you fail on fourth down. Coaches sort of feel like that's a turnover. Mm-hmm. or when you and, and when you get an onside kick, they feel like it's a turnover. So they were really four yeah. and zero and still couldn't take advantage – um, and again, as we've talked about, you get the Kirk catch and that's probably three more points. You yep. get two more field goals and then you get those four points that yeah. you didn't get. It starts to add up. I still believe that the Chiefs, there was a feeling that Chiefs were going to be able to score when they wanted to score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think even with all these things we're talking about, the Chiefs probably win, but it would have felt different. Well, the Chiefs won for a lot of reasons. I'll give you one
0: that we haven't touched on Mahomes. and that is. Yeah, that's really uh, good. Chris Jones. <laughs> Wherever Chris Jones lined up, he won yesterday. It didn't matter whether it was on Brandon Sheriff or on yeah. Tyler Shatley or on. Um, Cam Robinson I mean wherever he was he won he dominated the line of scrimmage especially in key situations you know Jaguars have some big talented defensive linemen but where were they yesterday Mm -hmm. right they didn't dominate you you've got to get better so you can look at the points the Jaguars have 10 points on the field and the drop might have been you know enough to win but when you boil it all down the Chiefs are a better team and they were a better team yesterday Um, but the Jaguars can look and say all right the quarterback is playing better. Mm-hmm. Quarterback's starting to make plays.
4: Yes, and it is all about him, especially at this point of the season. And that is big things when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some highlights from yesterday's loss. The Chiefs coming up. We're back. Jaguars Drive Time Monday morning brought to you by Car Shield. It is time for highlights from yesterday's game in Arrowhead. We start with the very first play of the game, and we start with the missed opportunities. Now it's coming in here.
2: Oh, side kick to start it. And the Jags have recovered, I believe. Of course, as we're talking, you don't it. This is amazing. What a call. Third and nine. Well protected and is batted at the line. incomplete.
4: So there you have it, an awesome opportunity to get the ball, go down the field, and score. And the Jaguars cannot convert on a third down conversion. I love to make this. A little lighter, quarterback Trevor Lawrence in his postgame press conference said they all knew this onside kick was coming and he didn't want to stand with his helmet on and give it away. So he kind of just sat and didn't look and hope no one was watching him in that moment, which I'm sure they weren't.
3: Yeah, it, it was actually, I mean, onside kicks from talking to kickers over the years are not really that easy to execute. Patterson did a nice job on that, mm-hmm. just uh, hitting the ball just right. Uh, The problem was he missed two field goals. Well, it's hard to imagine that a guy who can do that good on
0: an onside kick could miss a 41-yard field goal.
3: Yeah, and he's at that point he was three of his last four. And, uh, you know, a, a young kid trying to make it can't have a stretch like that
0: one other thing on that onside kicks in the last three years since they changed the rule and you have to be balanced on both sides are much less effective much it's much more difficult to execute
3: Mm -hmm. them and that was perfect easier when uh, the other team does another well it's 100
0: (laughs)
4: certainly right all right so kansas city gets the ball back and another opportunity for the jaguars
2: that is missed in the red zone marked at the 13 pacheco lost the football and out with it is jacksonville it's Devin Lloyd, the rookie out of Utah. And a red zone takeaway. And second and, third and two as Lawrence sees Chris Jones waiting for him he cuts it back inside. And that's closed in a hurry by Willie Gay.
4: All right, there you have it. Rayshon Jenkins gets the opportunity, gets the ball back to his offense. And once again, the offense cannot take advantage of getting this
3: ball. Yeah, I was a little surprised. Uh, not shocked, but I I was a touch surprised Doug didn't go for it there on that fourth and two. Um, not, you know, they had I was pounding the table saying he should have. I thought that was out of all the entire game with fourth downs, uh I, I don't think he had an opportunity very often to do that situationally. I thought there he had a little bit of opportunity, but it, it was still tied, so I kind of get why he didn't. I just thought that was a moment that. I'll bet he was sort of flipping a coin in his mind.
0: And there was one in the third quarter as well that I thought they might go for. Right there was Chris Jones, by the way, who blew up Sheriff and and changed the dynamic of the play.
3: Right, and stopped him
4: on third down. All right, now it is time for the Patrick Mahomes highlight three touchdowns in the
2: first half. Uh, Coming in motion. And first and goal. It's over to Tony. And he tiptoes the tight ropes for a touchdown. His first NFL touchdown. Not this offensive unit. This front is for real on Chiefs' side. I like this offensive line. Holmes throws in zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Three players out total. Here's a first and ten. Holmes going in zone. And it's a touchdown. It's Noah Gray.
4: The the first one especially, Kadarius Tony. No one on that side of the field, that is the most maddening one to me.
3: Well, he went in motion, and it looked like, you know, obviously somebody on the defense just didn't know uh, or uh, didn't follow him, and Mm -hmm. it was confusion. I thought on the other two, Brian, and it it was a case where uh, the Andy uh, Reid-Doug Peterson uh, scheming uh, giveth and taketh away because you had wide receivers – on linebackers on both plays, and it looked like they got out-schemed. And uh, the Jaguars have done that to people a lot this year. Andy Reid's one of the better play callers in the league. And I'm making, I'm not making excuses, but on those two, it looked like they just got beat in terms of a scheme that Reid's scheme was better in that moment than the Jaguars' scheme. Tony Romo did really well with this on uh,
0: the CBS broadcast yesterday. They would run players – Through an area and then replaced with another player and cleared out, and it was an absolute example of the master Andy Reid yesterday. Mm He was excellent.
4: All right, gearing up for halftime, the Jaguars down 20 to zero before they finally get on the board.
2: Come more important, they're all technically the same. Second and ten, diving catch. Oh, Marvin Jones gives the Jags a little hope before the half. There is hope. He's going to run for it. Look at him go. Down to the 10. He dives. He's changing the play. He's got to play against man-to-man. Throw it right away. All off pressure. Get it off. Barely beat the play clock to the end zone. The ball is caught. And it's a touchdown by Christian Kirk.
4: Perfect catch from Marvin Jones there.
0: And a 35-second drive. Mm
4: -hmm.
0: Second week in a row that they have scored inside the final minute uh, of the half which, again, is one of those signs that the quarterback is starting to make real progress.
3: I will save my thought for my hot take, because it, 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 it is hot, Brian. <laughs> All right. It's
0: sizzling. <laughs> sizzling. Well, why I'm sitting so far away from you today.
4: Start of the third quarter, Jaguars drive down, great 15 play drive, get a touchdown taken away by a penalty, have to settle for a field goal, then Kansas City goes right back and scores. The
2: Blue great red zone offense, this Chief team. We've seen it today at the goal. Touchdown catch since the Vegas
4: game. So while the storyline is that Kansas City, yes, gets the ball back and drives right down the field, the drive before this is the Jaguars' first drive of the third quarter. It's a great 15-play drive, and the touchdown gets taken away by a penalty. Yeah. And once again, we talk about the missed opportunity. That's where
0: it really hurts, because you eat up nine minutes and 16 seconds, and you only come away with three points. Awesome
3: drive, too. Yep. Well, and they would have been back within a score. Yeah. And again, I think... Logic tells you that the Chiefs probably still go down and get back up, but it feels different and it defined the game. Doug was right. You know, it was a game of missed opportunities, and there's not that much analysis beyond that, right? If
0: you want to know where these two teams are, Doug said it last week. Andy Reid likes to score in three plays, right? Well, the Jaguars are very good because they have to be with Doug Peterson in this team at long sustained drives mm-hmm. to chew up the clock. They're both good at what they do. Chiefs are better.
4: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You'd rather have the three play drives. 100%.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All
4: right. Fourth quarter, 27-10 to 10 Chiefs at this point. Jaguars trying to make something happen at the last minutes.
2: Mahomes has three touchdowns and 41 of 82 oh, career starts in oh, three postseason. Touchdown. That's crazy. So you talk about the yards, now you throw the touchdowns in. Second and nine. Does a great job avoiding a sack. No. Got picked. Got picked by Cisco. Wow. With 7.55 to go where they haven't made the most of it today. Ooh. Lawrence to the end zone, and Kirk holds on for the touchdown. That's the guy right there.
4: All right, so at that point it's 27-17, Jaguars, but you're late in the fourth quarter, and, and it felt like the missed opportunities early in the game didn't give you enough time to make up for this.
0: Poetic justice for Andre Sisco, and I'll save my hot take. Yes.
3: Yeah. I thought this, and I have more to say about Trevor later, but I thought that was a significant play, Brian and Schlin, you know, you guys heard him on the desk with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's had moments this year where he's had guys running open and he sailed it. That was a touch pass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I know people saying that, well, he should have been doing that all along, but I thought it was a moment where you looked at it and said, okay, he learned something from before. Um, it was not a gimme pass, but it was the right pass at the right moment. If he throws that same pass in week one, it's a touchdown, and they probably win that commander's game. Yeah. So uh, I thought that was a significant play for him, uh, maybe a touch of the game slowing down and him mm-hmm. realizing what he needed to do in a certain situation. Mm-hmm. He's coming. Yes. It's coming. The season
0: is about him. And right now, that part of the season is a winner.
4: Yes, back-to-back consistency and performance from Trevor Lawrence. That is highlights when we come back on Jaguars Drive Time. Some hot takes on the Jaguars Digital Network. If your car is at a manufacturer's warranty, don't get stuck with expensive mechanical and computer screen repairs. Call CarShield now.
1: If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a paper
4: We're back. Jaguars drive time Monday morning, which means it is time for our hot takes. Brian, what do we got?
0: Cisco's hit was not dirty. Not dirty. Um, If you go back and watch, you see that he didn't load up. He didn't lower his shoulder. He didn't put his head down. What he did was run to the play to make it, right? And Schmidt schuster grabbed it and turned and they collided. You cannot take the danger of collisions out of football. Can you take the dirty hits? 100%. That wasn't one. And I thought if you go back to the play uh, a little bit later where there was a flag thrown, mm-hmm. you see him turn his head away as, uh, I think that was uh, uh, Valdez Scantling.
4: The second uh, flag. On the yeah.
0: second one, right? And you can see that he adjusts there. And I thought it was poetic justice because I thought he played a pretty good game that he comes up with that interception and sets him up. What I liken it to is, and you've got a Golden Retriever, I have a Golden Retriever. They love attention. So there are many times where I'm cooking and I'm working at the stove and I don't feel the dog come right up behind me and I turn and I almost trip over the dog. It was one of those situations where it's the timing of where the dog is and me. Same thing, where the player was, where Cisco was, where the ball was. That's the timing of it, and the proof of it is they didn't throw a flag. Right, and he's not going to get fined. That's the moral on that of the story.
4: Way. If it's not a penalty, why are we? They picked out? it up
0: rightfully so because yeah. he did not deliver the lower blow and take him out. And they can all scream all they want, but the quarterback can also help his receivers by not throwing that pass mm-hmm. where there's two defenders in the area and not much room to gain.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He could make a better decision.
4: Yeah, Andre Cisco was a public enemy number one in Shouldn't have been. I can tell you that Shouldn't much. Have been. They did not like him there. Well. No for unnecessary reasons, in my opinion.
3: How does the Golden Retriever fit into that? It (laughs) makes a ton of sense when you think
4: about it, because all the time they're there, and you don't know they're there, and then you trip over them, and, oh, it's the dog's fault. No, it's not the dog's fault. The dog's just being a dog. I should have looked. He he never,
3: ever, ever got penalized.
4: Well, he must have been a very good boy then.
3: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) um, Okay, so my hot take is, Trevor Lawrence quietly was really impressive Sunday. And I say quietly because... um, he, he he again has yet to have those spectacular downfield plays that i think people are waiting for but i think those are coming and i think doug peterson and press taylor are conscious right now of making sure that he is doing what they're asking him to do well and knowing that in time he will build on those things and get to the absolutely spectacular um i agree with you brian I, I think the season is about him, and I think if you start looking at it in totality, five games over 100 passer rating now, uh, five games where he was really impressive, really efficient, I think he is starting to gain confidence and understand what they want him to do. And I think that is causing the bad moments to start reducing. And I think by the time next season comes around, he will have built a base that will allow for the spectacular that fans are waiting for.
0: Commanders, Colts, Texans, Broncos. Defensive failings. Yep. He put them in a position to win. The defense couldn't close their end of the bargain. If you just split two of those all of a sudden, now you're 5-5, five and five, mm-hmm. right? I think that's reasonable. He's playing well. Mm-hmm. He's getting better.
3: And I do think the thing that people never want to hear, but if, you, if this were his rookie season, and Doug you Peterson would, says it is. You would feel, well, he sort of said rich. I mean, he didn't really want to go all the way there, but I get what you're saying. But if, if it were his rookie season, you would feel okay about this. Oh, through yeah. Through 10 games. Yeah. You would like what you're seeing. So I think those are good signs for this kid, and he's starting to look the part.
4: Mm-hmm. All right, my hot take is Chad Muma is going to start playing more than Devin Lloyd. And if he's not going to get more snaps, it's going to be incredibly more even than we have seen. Devin Lloyd had 38 snaps yesterday. Chad Muma had 25. Muma played the entire fourth quarter in the back of the second quarter in postgame comments. Doug Peterson said that Devin Lloyd... Was not injured. Chad Muma just had to get into the game. And he has spoken on many occasions that Devin Lloyd, at times, the game is too fast for him right now mentally, and he's not catching up. And I think what we're seeing is just Chad Muma pushing a guy and playing good and being a guy that they can count on. Funny enough, the CBS crew was at our team hotel Saturday night, and the very first question they asked is, why is Chad Muma not playing more? Is it a case that Devin Lloyd is a first-round draft pick and you feel like you have to play him, you have to give him the reps? To get him there because he's an investment they are taking notice that chad muma needs to be playing more and i think going forward we're going to see this become a much more even battle and i wouldn't be surprised if chad muma gets more snaps than Devin
0: lloyd yeah except that he's not as talented he can't do mm. the things even clueless which doug has intimated to us that that's where the kid is right now lloyd because he's playing a different position than he played in college and it's very fast he still has interceptions passes defense the instinctiveness to find that ball and pick it up and go out the field, Muma doesn't give you that. He'll help you with some of the basic stuff, and you got to have that. But that can't last very long. Devin was a first-round pick for a reason. He's got to get into the game.
3: Yeah, yeah, they're in a tricky spot uh, in the long term because they have uh, three linebackers next year, inside linebackers, who probably need, who probably all need to be on the field. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they knew that when they drafted Muma, they put themselves in a tricky spot because they knew how good Muma was and how much they liked him. So it's going to be fascinating to see how that d- dynamic over time, because you're right, uh, Devin Lloyd is too good, and he's going to figure it out. He's going to be on the field. Where does that leave them with a look? I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. I think more interesting next year during training camp to figure out who's playing where.
4: Yeah, and you're at the point now where if you're going to invest in Devon Lloyd, you have to give him the reps right now. But then where does that leave Muma? And he's the same guy that needs the reps as well. And he might be taking better advantage of his reps right now. I go now. back
0: to draft night, talking to Kyle Whittingham, his coach. This is a guy who studies. Mm-hmm. This is a guy who is having trouble translating. the the Right. He yeah. needs more time. But when he's on, he's an All-American. He was the AP College Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. With all those studs at Alabama and at Georgia, Lloyd was the guy. He'll be fine. He just needs more time.
4: Mm-hmm. And that is Hot Takes on a Monday morning. When we come back, some closing thoughts on Jaguars Drive Time. Move the freight, move the freight. Magellan Transport voted coolest office space in Jacksonville. Apply online at www.MagellanLogistics.com. We're back. Jaguars drive time Monday morning. One more segment. This is our only Jaguars drive time this week because it is the bye week. We have made it, and there was a lot of talk of this late bye in the season. I kind of like it because I feel like we've earned it. You know what I mean? You worked really hard, and now it's here. And even though it's late, I think it makes it more special.
3: I'm already on the bye, so I have nothing to yeah, say. Yeah, let's take it. Let's go. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> yep. you,
4: you guys have just handed in. Well, I no, yeah.
0: I've looked at the schedule. I've looked at the way that the quarterback is playing. Uh, I I still, this is either a three and four team over the final seven or four and three. All right. No worse than that. They're either six
3: or seven wins on the year.
4: All right. Which is kind of what we predicted come August. You're spot on.
3: Yeah. And um, I think Doug played it right. Having the bye later. I think he likes it. I think most coaches like it uh, later in the season. Uh, So here it is.
4: Here it is. That is Jaguars drive time on a Monday morning. We will be back with you next Monday. Enjoy the bye. week and stay with us on jaguars.com.